Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are breaking down a lot of different stories. Uh, NFL schedule, particularly week one, is out. We'll discuss it with all of you. Tim Tebow to the Jags. Lots of controversy surrounding that. We've got Jeff Schwartz hanging out with us in the second hour. Will Kane from Fox News in the third hour. I think you guys are going to absolutely love it. It's the Outkick show. It's live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, but you get the podcast. and It begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I had an incredible time in Frankfort, Kentucky, hanging out at the Buffalo Trace Distillery. We have got a lot of Buffalo Trace uh, fans, uh, certainly in the audience out there, but the guys who make Buffalo Trace at the distillery there in uh, Frankfort, Kentucky, we had an amazing time uh, going around, touring that facility, getting to uh, check it all out, getting to sample all the different types of, uh, of whiskey that they produce, seeing the way it was, uh, that it was uh, stored, the barrels, the entire day, very, very cool. That's where I was yesterday, hanging out with those guys. I now am back, and I'm back just in time for the NFL to just cannonball style right into the middle of the month of May, Major League Baseball underway. NHL playoffs about to start. 
NBA playoffs about to start. And what do you think the number one story is? The NFL continues to dominate in a way that no other sport in America can dominate. They take over entire days without actually playing games. I I talked about this. It's really remarkable to think about. I talked about this on uh, the program a couple weeks ago. I said, look, if you told me I had to draft three sports to talk about, and I couldn't talk about any other sport on this show, I think we would be 100% fine if I took the NFL as the first-round draft pick, if I took college football as the second-round draft pick, and if in the third spot I took the NFL draft. I wouldn't even need to focus on anything else. Because the NFL and football in general is so wildly popular that that's all you need to focus on. And I always like to make fun of this day in May because the NFL has already told us what games your favorite team is going to play. All they do is tell you the order in which they are going to play and people still, last night, a ton of you, because you're all uh, addicted to the NFL product, a ton of you turned on the NFL network and sat and watched the week-by-week reveal of who was playing in what week. Again, we already knew who was playing. The question was just, who is playing in what week? And to start off the show, I wanted to dive into, instead of sitting around talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those different things, which congratulations, you can go ahead and and make your plans. I do think week one of the NFL schedule can give us a few clues and we can start to assess, even though it's way out there in September, what this might look like and what it might feel like. And if we're getting any kind of substantial hints, because the schedule promoters spend so much time focused on week one, because there is such a tremendous, inexhaustible demand for football out there in the American sporting public. So, what I want to do is look at the big landscape of week one in the NFL and contemplate what this is telling us about the direction in which we are headed as we get ready for a 2021 season. Now, let me say this too. I don't think there's any doubt and this will be nice as well, I don't think there is any doubt at all that we are going to be back 100% normalcy for NFL football games. For college football games, I think the number of people that are going to be able to sit back and watch and just enjoy uh, these broadcasts in stadiums, everywhere else, we're going to be back to 100% normalcy before everything is all said and done. So, let's dive in and look at the uh, at the NFL schedule, and I don't think there's any surprise at all. Uh, this is a tremendous Thursday night football game that almost everyone out there is going to watch. The Ca- Dallas Cowboys, I, mean, this, this, I, I feel like we could sit and do almost the whole first hour on this show uh, just based on this game by itself. The Thursday night football season opener is going to be the Dallas Cowboys against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Every single one of you listening right now is like, yeah, I'm going to watch that game. I, I bet almost 100% of you are like me. As soon as that news came out, 
I said, all right, I'm all in on Dallas and Tampa Bay. Just think about the storylines that are readily apparent in that game standing alone. You have got Dak Prescott returning from a really awful injury back on the field after signing his $160 million-ish contract. First time since, I think it was October of last year, whatever the heck it was, that we get to see C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, Zeke, all of the Dallas Cowboy offense back in working order. We've got the Dallas Cowboy defense, which almost all of the early picks were on. They couldn't stop anybody last year. So the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, who doesn't win very often but has a massive fan base, going up against defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, who right now are slated to return all 22 starters on their team. So you've got Brady with an entire offseason now able to work with his teammates, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. You've got uh, Cameron Brait. You've got Rob Gronkowski, Alt Leonard Fournette, all of the talent that surrounds Tom Brady on the offensive side of the ball. And unlike in the COVID year, where he had to have sort of these uh, these secret workouts Tom Brady did in order to get his offensive teammates in a flow. Think about how much better the Bucks got as the season went along and all of these guys got used to playing with each other. That is a whale of an opening game for the NFL season. As good of an opener as I can remember when you think about big brands, Tom Brady is a brand. He has made the Tampa Bay Buccaneers not only Super Bowl champs, but he's made them relevant in a way that they've never been relevant before because Brady is a big brass band. Every single one of you has a substantial opinion of Tom Brady when he steps on the field. And arguably, even with the Bucs as the defending Super Bowl champs, all of us, myself included, are going to want to watch Dak Prescott and see how good he looks coming off of that injury more so than almost anything else. That standing alone should be an incredible, must-see, can't uh, can't avoid, can't miss in any way. I can't wait to see what is going to happen in that game. And the NFL schedulers knew that we were going to be craving a monster game, and they gave it to us right out of the gate. And I guarantee you right now, there are a lot of you out there listening to me. And if I said, hey, you can watch a World Series game. You can watch an NBA Finals game. Or you can watch an NHL Stanley Cup Final game. Just pick any one of the absolute apex of the other three major pro sports leagues. And I bet almost every single one of you listening to me right now would say, yeah, I'd rather watch... Cowboys Bucks. I would rather sit down on that opening Thursday night and just buckle up and say, what in the world is going to happen? Thursday night football, entertain me, put on a show. And I think what is going to be awesome about this is, I know we'll have preseason games probably with crowds, but preseason football is still a mess. We're going to start the 17-game season with one of, this is my prediction, one of the biggest audiences 
that has ever watched an opening NFL football game, I think people will be watching on that opening Thursday. Because I think the pomp, the circumstance, the pageantry, Brady, all of the fans back in the stadium, Dak Prescott, America's team, the Cowboys, to see whether or not they are going to be healthy, to see whether or not the Dallas Cowboy defense can match up in any way with this Tom Brady offense with substantial period of time uh, to prepare. Not to mention, we saw what that, uh, that Tampa Bay defensive line did against Patrick Mahomes in their last game in the Super Bowl when nobody could block for Patrick Mahomes at all on that Kansas City Chiefs offensive line. So how mobile will Dak Prescott be? How comfortable will he look in the pocket? How much pressure will they be able to put on him? And how well will he be recovered as we start to see all of that pressure kind of swirling around Dak Prescott in uh, the pocket in week one on that opening Thursday night? So I got to tell you, I cannot be more excited about that game officially being underway. All right, we got a lot to dive into throughout the course of the program. I didn't even get into any of the rest of the week one schedule. I'm going to tell you what other games I think uh, stand out. We've also got a loaded show for you. Some drama surrounding the Oakland A's and whether they might be moving. I'm going to talk about that top of the second hour, I believe. I haven't talked much, if at all, about Tim Tebow officially being a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars, potentially. What do we think about that? More breakdown of the NFL schedule. Will Cade schedule to join us in the third hour of the program? All that headed your direction. I appreciate all of you hanging out with me. NFL week one. Yes, it's May, but we now know what it's going to look like. I just broke down for you the opener. Incredible game between the Bucks and the Cowboys. What do we think about the rest of week one? I will rank them for you in terms of how good I think these games are to watch. I'm fired up. This is an awesome Thursday in May on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Talking about the NFL releasing its schedule, and we're focused on the first week of the season because there are so many different storylines that will be uh, built out over the next several months to think about in that first week. And I'm going to run through some of the most interesting games in my mind from the upcoming beginning of the NFL schedule. But we were talking off the air, Dub, and you were in agreement with me that this game between the Cowboys and the uh, Bucks is about as good of an opening Thursday night game as you could possibly get and could be up there for one of the most watched openers ever when you think about Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott and all the storylines plus the return, theoretically, of 100% full stadiums. For many people, football returning to a sense of normalcy will be a big storyline standing around, standing alone by itself. Uh, do you think that, that – are you with me also about how many people are going to watch this game? I definitely am. And just on the surface, Tom Brady versus America's team, that's one. But it's Tom yes. Brady, the defending Super Bowl champion Bucks. you got Dak Prescott coming back from his gruesome injury last season and everything in between. I mean, this could be, I think – Maybe the most watched season opener in NFL history with fans coming back, full crowds down in Tampa. It's going to be an awesome night. Yeah, there's no doubt. And then I thought what would be fun in many ways is going through and looking at what maybe are the five or six best games of the opening weekend and trying to contextualize them as a part of this NFL schedule release. And so we know how good that Thursday night football game is. But some of the early Sunday games, like some of them you can dismiss and say, hey, that's something that's not very interesting. Uh, and I'll give you a couple of them. Like Jacksonville-Houston. That's an interesting game only if you are intrigued in Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer, maybe Tim Tebow. We're going to talk about Tebow here in a little bit. 
But the Houston Texans are going to be, I believe, outside of the Deshaun Watson story, one of the least interesting and one of the worst football teams we've seen in a long time. But then you start to run into some of these games and you're like, hey, the Steelers at the Bills? That's an incredible game for 1 o'clock Eastern on Sunday. I mean, I would build a lot of weekends around a game between Ben Roethlisberger coming back off of, uh, 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 the, the, I think, a pretty decent season, but starting off 11-0, and falling down the stretch, getting wrecked by the Browns. Josh Allen goes from 59% completion percentage to 69%. I'm all in on the idea of the Steelers going up against the Bills. And then you start to run through the Cardinals at the Titans. That's kind of an interesting game, right? Kyler Murray got injured a little bit down the stretch. You've got J.J. Watt making his debut with the Cardinals. The Titans, are they going to fall off in a big way now that they've lost Corey Davis, John U. Smith? Everybody's gotten a sense for Ryan Tannehill. I know he had a pretty good year last year. Top 10 caliber quarterback. Is Derrick Henry going to be able to continue to carry the load? Can the defense be better for the Titans? That's not an awful game. Jets at Panthers, that's not an awful game, right? I mean, you tell me that Sam Darnold, who had a great deal of futility with the Jets going up against Zach Wilson, brand new Robert Sala uh, administration in the Jets. They've remade a lot of talent on the offensive and defensive side of the ball already. You've got year two now coming with Matt Rule with the Carolina Panthers. What would Sam Darnold paired with a now returned and healthy Christian McCaffrey look like? I mean, that's a storyline that I would follow. That's a pretty good game. Uh, Then you've got the Chargers on the road against Washington. I'm going to be honest with you. Justin Herbert against Ryan Fitzpatrick. Can Washington solve their quarterback issues with Ron Rivera in year two? If they can, the defense of the Washington football team is as good or better than almost anyone out there. Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings going up against... Uh, the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, like in theory, people are going to say, oh, that's not that great, but Joe Burrow's back. What is Joe Burrow going to be capable of with uh, Jamar Chase, his new big-time wide-receiving teammate that he put up unbelievable numbers with LSU just a couple of years ago? For the Vikings, the defense a little bit remade. Kirk Cousins maybe feeling a little bit of pressure from Kellen Mond. That's not an awful game. San Francisco against Detroit. Well, think of all the drama there with Jimmy G, with Trey Lance, with Kyle Shanahan. And then you also roll in the fact that they're going on the road against Jared Goff making his debut in that new Matt Campbell uh, regime in Detroit. That's a game I would want. I mean, like, I'm already geeked about all these games. And then we've got uh, the Eagles going up against Atlanta. How good is Kyle Pitts going to be? What is Arthur Smith going to look like? now with the new head coach of the Falcons paired up with Matt Ryan. The Eagles, this is Jalen Hurts' team. They've now got Devontae Smith as well. Is Jalen Hurts going to be the guy going into the future? And then you've got, these are all the early games, by the way. The Seahawks going on the road against the Colts. Colts got a new left tackle in Fisher. Uh, We'll see, probably not going to be able to play yet, but obviously Carson Wentz making his debut in Frank Reich's entire offense. Is he going to be the Carson Wentz that was MVP caliber in 2017 when he worked the last with Frank Reich, or is he going to be 
of himself, that is Carson Wentz. Meanwhile, have the Seahawks sort of solved all the issues in the offseason that they had with Russell Wilson, or is that going to continue to emerge? Again, other than Jacksonville-Houston, which I think is kind of a dud game, every early game on the NFL opening weekend, I just ran through, that's the 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific, every one of them I care about. And that's not getting even into the late games. Denver on the road against the Giants. Well, who is Denver's quarterback going to be? Is this going to be Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater's team? Or, as I have said for a while, is Aaron Rodgers going to come parachuting in and take over as uh, the head as the head man there? I think that's an interesting question. The Giants. Look, Daniel Jones. This is when Daniel Jones has to prove himself. Year three, this is put up or shut up time for Daniel Jones. Green Bay at New Orleans. Guys, these are the late afternoon games. We could have a situation where both Green Bay and New Orleans are going to be replacing Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and we've got a brand new scenario there in terms of what things could look like down in New Orleans. Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, we don't know who's going to get the start for the first game in the post-Drew Brees era. We don't know if it's going to be Jordan Love. Maybe it could be Drew Locke. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is going to end up paving things over and be okay to come back as a uh, as a Green Bay Packer fan. Uh, you've got to be uncertain about that. But that game can swing in many different directions. Think about this game. The Browns on the road against the Kansas City Chiefs? This is a rematch of their playoff game. Am I signing up for this? Heck yeah, I am signing up for this game. Odell Beckham Jr. back healthy. Baker Mayfield, fifth-year option picked up. Can the Browns take the next step? They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They had a chance to beat the Chiefs after Patrick Mahomes got knocked out of this game. What is going to happen for the Cleveland Browns as they continue to build in year two of Kevin Stefanski? Interesting gamble that they've made to put Jadavion Clowney on the opposite side of Miles Garrett. Does Clowney have anything left with the Browns? The Chiefs have made a calculated decision to remake their offensive line after the beatdown that Patrick Mahomes took in the Super Bowl and after all the injuries that they had during the course of the season. What moves are going to be made and which ones are going to be successful in that space? I'll tell you, that is a heck of a storyline to be chasing down. That's a monster game for a late window on Sunday. And then how about Miami at New England? I don't think that Cam Newton is going to have given up the starting job to Mac Jones yet. But in possible theory, at least, we could get Tua against Mac Jones, the last two University of Alabama quarterbacks going head-to-head in an NFL opener. What is Tua going to be capable of in year two? They went and they grabbed Jalen Waddell. The Miami Dolphins did. Is he going to be a big difference maker for this Dolphin offense? The Patriots have remade themselves in a big way, most notably at the tight end position with Hunter Henry and with Jonu Smith. Is Cam Newton, if he's the starter, going to move on from the worst passing numbers of anyone in the NFL basically, who started 10 or more games last year, is Mac Jones going to hit the ground running and steal away this job from Cam Newton from the get-go? I mean, that's a heck of a game. And then we get into Sunday night football. The Bears going up against the Rams. We don't know who the starter is going to be for the Bears. 
50-50. Basically, this could be Justin Fields' debut on Sunday Night Football against Matthew Stafford and the Rams. I've talked about this for a while. I love the idea of Matthew Stafford potentially as an MVP candidate in Sean McVay's offense. I think he's going to be wildly outstanding. And then we've got the Ravens on the road against the Raiders. John Gruden reportedly doing everything he can to try to uh, to figure out if he can make a run for Aaron Rodgers. There are so many storylines here. I just ran through, other than Jacksonville-Houston, which we're going to talk about in a minute because it involves Tim Tebow, and even that allows a little bit of a storyline. I think we have 15 games out of the 16 opening week NFL games that if you sat down and watched, you'd be like, yeah, this is a, uh, I, I am stoked about being able to watch all these games. And I know there's a lot of people out there talking about a lot of different aspects of the NFL schedule because the NFL owns us to such an extent. But I just think this is a phenomenal roster of games to begin the 2021 NFL season when I hope and believe that every single NFL stadium that we just ran through is going to be completely full as well. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about Tim Tebow, whether or not he's going to make Jacksonville, why I think he's headed there, and what I believe the significance is of this choice. We'll talk about that next. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. 
Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their toyo test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I am as big of a Tim Tebow fan as there is out there. I loved watching him play with Florida from the moment that he was a true freshman. I loved the exuberance. I loved the uh, the passion. I frankly liked the way that Tim Tebow carried himself. I think one reason that Tebow is so wildly popular is because even if he beat your team, which he did in the SEC in particular – Tebow carried himself in a way that was uniquely popular all over the South. I don't know that there has ever been a player that has been more popular in the SEC across the entire conference. Now, there are guys that were wildly entertaining and everybody liked to watch. Joe Burrow, Cam Newton, uh, Johnny Manziel at the quarterback position. But I'm not sure there was anybody who has ever been more liked, particularly because of the amount of games that Tebow won. He won a national championship his freshman year, and they wouldn't have won it without him. I know Chris Leak was the starting quarterback then, but there's no way the Florida Gators win a national championship if they don't have uh, Tim Tebow. He made a lot of huge plays in that season. Uh, By the way, I think that's probably Urban Meyer's best coaching job ever. It's up there. I know the championship he won with Ohio State was impressive as well. But I don't think in the grand scheme of things that Florida Gator team was that wildly talented. And certainly Chris Leak, no offense to Chris Leak, but is one of the least dominant quarterbacks to ever win a national championship in the last 20 years or so. Then Tebow came back his junior year and they won the national championship Again, and that was with Tim Tebow uh, driving the team. In his sophomore year, he won the Heisman Trophy. He played four years and was undefeated, only lost one game, the game that Nick Saban in Alabama, Tebow cried on the sideline against uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide in that classic, iconic SEC championship game. And I'll tell you this, 
One of the best things that I have gotten to do as a sports fan is go and be at the Florida-Georgia games down in Jacksonville, Florida. If you're listening to me right now, and every now and then I say it when these games come up, you want to put a fun game on your bucket list. Go to Jacksonville. It's usually right around Halloween week. And go watch Florida and Georgia play in the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium and see how that those two fan bases take over all of Jacksonville. And tell me it isn't one of the most fun sporting events that you can find anywhere in the country. Because if there's anybody out there arguing otherwise, I will tell you, you know what? You are just totally wrong, okay? And Jacksonville. I remember one of the times that I went there for the Florida-Georgia games. The most popular selling t-shirt anywhere in Jacksonville was a Jacksonville Jaguars teal t-shirt All it said on it was Draft Tebow. That's all it said. And they were everywhere because Tim Tebow is from the Jacksonville area. And everybody out there wanted for somebody to come and be able to get Tim Tebow on that team because it would have totally filled up. I mean, it really would have. It would have totally filled up the stadium early on. Now, I think... Tim Tebow's attempt to prove that he could be a high-level quarterback in the NFL, it obviously failed. But Tim Tebow did something that almost no one believed he would ever do. He started in the NFL, and he won a playoff game, and he proved that he could win at a decent level as a quarterback, at least for one season. Now, I do think the NFL teams would have caught up with him. He wasn't consistent enough as a pocket-passing quarterback. And that one run that he had with the Denver Broncos was wildly entertaining. The way that they found chances to win, the pass that Tim Tebow hit to Demarius Thomas against the Pittsburgh Steelers to win a playoff game before they went on the road and then got waxed by the New England Patriots. There's been a lot of people who've gotten waxed by the New England Patriots over the years. But Tebow at the quarterback position in both college and the NFL was an electric, transcendent talent. There's also a little bit of a dark side to Urban Meyer's relationship with Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was such a saint that he was a shield that helped to protect Urban Meyer and the Florida Gator program from all of the arrests off the field that were occurring in the Florida Gator program. You remember Urban Meyer came out and said that he was only going to hire and sign, should say sign instead of hire, the top 1% of the 1%. And then all these different players got arrested and stacked up uh, misbehavior off the field. And many people did not notice or pay attention to it because the storyline of Tim Tebow and what an incredible guy he was dominated so much of that storyline in general. The culture of the Florida Gators, in many ways, was a culture that Tim Tebow and Urban Meyer helped to create. And as soon as Tim Tebow left, that Florida Gator culture collapsed without, I really do believe, the broad shoulders of Tim Tebow to help keep it elevated. Urban Meyer, without Tim Tebow, rides off into 
uh, the sunset for a year, I think it was, before he ends up back at Ohio State. Urban Meyer left behind a mess at Florida because his win-at-all-cost culture, when it was paired with Tim Tebow, was capable of succeeding. As soon as Tim Tebow was not there anymore, it no longer was able to succeed. So, I wonder on some level whether Tim Tebow is ever going to be able to play at a high level at tight end at the age of 33, coming off of playing baseball for several years, doing something, by the way, at tight end that people had told him he should do for years and that he refused to do because he was a quarterback in his mind. I wonder how much of this, and this is my thesis on what's going on with the idea of Tim Tebow going to Jacksonville, I think this is about Urban Meyer sending a message to the Jacksonville Jaguars using Tim Tebow as a cultural force in the locker room where you know there are going to be a lot of young people. 33 years old in an NFL locker room is old, man. There are not very many 33-year-old players performing at a high level. But if you are Urban Meyer and you know that the future of your team in many ways is directly tied to Trevor Lawrence and you want to set the best possible culture in that locker room with all of the young guys that you are bringing in, and I do think Urban Meyer will skew young, and one reason I think he'll skew young is he knows a lot of the young players from having recruited them when he was at Ohio State, but also because young players are less set in their way and they're more likely to listen to what their coach is telling them. And so I think as this is uh, all breaking down, and everybody is looking at the larger context of what Tim Tebow is going to represent for Jacksonville, I think he'll make the team. I don't know how much of an impact he will have on the field on a day-to-day basis, but I think this is a play by Urban Meyer from a cultural perspective to set the trend as he believes that trend should be set in the days, the weeks, the months ahead. And he is going back in time and remembering everything that happened and all that was set up when Tim Tebow was playing with the Florida Gators, and that he believes that Tebow will be a cultural force and an impact for good in his locker room in uh, the early part of his tenure when Urban Meyer is the overall culture of the Jacksonville Jaguars. It also wouldn't stun me if Tebow, because of him being such a ridiculous athlete, is able to make some plays, particularly in goal line situations, uh, with his quarterback. Wouldn't stun me either if there's some plays where they put Tim Tebow, for instance, in motion and out of tight end, flip it to him in short yardage uh, back plays. Tim Tebow is one of the best guys I've ever seen at getting a yard where he needs to get a yard or two uh, that I've ever seen as a runner just taking the punishment that can be delivered by all those different NFL uh, linebackers, all those different NFL defensive linemen. Tebow almost never went backwards in short yardage situations. I wonder whether Urban Meyer might find a way to use him in that form or fashion as well. But I am excited about what Tebow is going to be able to do in his return, presuming that he makes the team in the NFL. And you look around and think, Man, you know what? What is it going to look like in that first game? Look, 
this is an awful game, right? To me, Jacksonville's going on the road against Houston. I think there's a very good chance that Trevor Lawrence and the Jags win that game and that Tebow can play and make a play that matters in some sort of significant way against the Houston Texans because I think what's going to happen is Urban Meyer is going to want to have a reason to justify Tim Tebow being on the team, and I think there will be a play. Maybe it's a jump pass. Maybe it is a uh, trick play snap to Tebow. Maybe it's just in a goal line situation, Tebow gets open and catches a touchdown pass, two-point conversion, something like that down close. I think Urban is going to want to make it clear that in his mind, this is not a stunt, and there will be in some form or fashion a play made by Tim Tebow in that opener against the Houston Texans. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars get the win in that game. And uh, I believe that that Trevor Lawrence starts with a win in his first NFL game. You think about the mess that is the Texans. We talked about this in the last segment, kind of breaking down week one. Terod Taylor, Davis Mills, no way Deshaun Watson is playing uh, in that opening game of the season. I don't think Deshaun Watson's ever going to play for the Houston Texans again. So this is a ripe opportunity for the Houston Texans to be able to come uh, going up against the Houston Texans for Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, uh, Trevor Lawrence for that uh, that brain trust, so to speak, the culture that Urban Meyer is building for something to happen in a really positive way for the Jags. If I'm Urban Meyer, I'm like, well, we're starting one and zero. There's no way that we are losing to the Houston Texans, Terod Taylor, and or. Davis Mills, whoever is the starting quarterback in that situation, this is the best possible opener, in my opinion, for the uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars, for Tim Tebow, who I believe will be on that sideline with Urban Meyer. Uh, this is going to be a fun story to follow. All right, when we come back, top of the second hour, I asked a poll question on Wednesday night. Word is potentially that the Oakland A's may be moving out of Oakland over a stadium issue that has been percolating for a very long time. By the way, Oakland has already lost the Raiders. They have already lost the Warriors. They potentially could also be losing the A's. What might happen there? We will break it down for you. And I will dive into the poll question when I gave you four cities. Portland, Vegas, Nashville, and Charlotte are the four American cities that have been mentioned by Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred as potential destinations for a new franchise in Major League Baseball. Which of those four cities would make the most sense for the Oakland A's if they were going to relocate? We will discuss. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us on this great Thursday in May as we power through. Speaking of powering through, I got to power through. We got so many different Little League Baseball games going on. I got a four-game series, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I can barely keep up. Uh, This is OutKick. Where should MLB expand next on Fox Sports Radio? Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. 
And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.